Hello, friends, and welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches and Doug. Unfortunately, due to temporal displacements that we have to deal with here in the nexus, our original transmission both never happened and happened next week. Also, Lumberdor is heroically doing battle with the monsters of his own dimension and will be unable to join us for this makeup transmission. If you happen to enjoy our discussions and would like to support our efforts, consider visiting our website at ourmidnightcake.com. Okay, let's see what's going on. I read a, a funny article. They were making a big deal about uh, Disney's historic upcoming event in two days. Or Disney Plus, you know what this is. Mm -hmm. They were really proud of it too. For the first time ever, new or I don't know, live action. It was something very specific. Content from both Marvel and Star Wars will be dropping on the same day. Wow. <laughs> what an accomplishment. So it's not one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess Disney it's the Eternals and an episode of Bubble Fett. So. Uh, this is what's going to be in my kids' history books or my grandkids' history books one day, the day that Star Wars <laughs> and, and Marvel synced up time. for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> well, I don't know. Disney has to take their wins where they can. They've been not doing so great recently. Well, one, they made the Eternals. And <laughs> two... <laughs> two there. They're handing made, people's lightsabers out in plastic bags. Yes. I just love it now. Now, <laughs> now I don't need... about that. <laughs> I don't need your just review of Eternals now. Just with that line, I don't need your review. That was great. <laughs> you just low-key buried the Eternals just like that, like it was nothing. And I don't know. I have been... I've been pretty disappointed. And I've tried to be positive about things. Like, I want... I want everyone to do well. I want the movies to do well and have captivating stories and to find their audience. And, you know, even if it's not for me or my particular tastes, there's a lot of people who put in a great deal of hard work to for these projects. I don't, I've, I haven't been a fan of a lot of the, what phase are we in now with Marvel? Phase four, phase Still five? Four. Still four? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The most recent Spider-Man movie, which... You know, we'll talk about next week has been the only one that I've been excited for. And I thought had delivered on, on what it had set up, whether you enjoyed black widow or not, it lost $600 million for the studio, <laughs> which impacts Disney <laughs> quite a fair bit. It, it was the best of the, uh, we had four this year. Oh, I don't know. I, I've stopped keeping track. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, yeah, and Spider-Man. I, I don't count all the television offerings. Well, and that's another thing. Yeah. The, all, all their series have kind of fallen short. My brother, he really enjoys Hawkeye. I thought it was fun. I, I've started watching it. I haven't finished it yet. I thought it was... Uh, 
about as good as Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just thought it was an unnecessary bit of filler in between movies. Kind of like Black Widow. Kate Bishop is now Hawkeye. They didn't even seem to do that, did they? Hawkeye didn't seem any more retired than he has the last three times he's retired. (laughs) (laughs) Did he make it home for Christmas? (laughs) He's like, well, I'm going to finally stop this. They seem to have uh, figured out a way to turn Linda Cardellini into a superhero. She already was a superhero to me. Yes. Yes. She was uh, (laughs) Velma from Scooby-Doo. That's right. She was. (laughs) Well, way to go, Linda Carlini. I like Linda Carlini. I liked her in that movie, but I can't accept Hot Velma. I just feel like you don't understand the character if if that's where you go with it. (laughs) Oh my word! I think I that's uh, it's like the Halloween costumes, right? You have to have like Hot Velma, not just Velma. Yeah. Sexy tree. <laughs> that's that's from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> like, who wanted to make out with a tree? I don't. Was it a maple? Was it a maple? Oh, that's a fun show. I I forever quote the uh, Venture Brothers Halloween episode with the uh, the discussion about female Halloween costumes. Witch, nah, sexy witch. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Dan Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Did you guys hear about um the whole like the Bob Saget news that he yeah died this week? Yeah, um, yeah, it was yesterday. So we need to watch Dirty Work sometime soon, right? So I that love means- Dirty Work. <laughs> didn't he direct that? He did, right? Mm. He he did, and that also has Norm Macdonald. Oh, <laughs> amazing! It's beautiful, man. Norm Macdonald. The master of the dry, the dry joke. Have you ever seen the roast that he did? That he participated in the roast of Bob Saget. Have you seen? Yes, that? I watched that last. Yes, night. yeah. It's it's worth looking up uh, to watch again. So you know these roasts, they're so filthy. It's all just like the dirtiest, most awful things they can think of to say. And he goes out and tells like a bunch of jokes, like your grandpa would have told. It's like mm-hmm. the jokes that are on like the popsicle stick in your <laughs> popsicle at school. And it's just amazing. And I mean, he purposefully bombed. Just, just yeah, this point. intentionally horrible performance. The audience was just like dead, but all the comics in the back were dying laughing that he. If you get it, it's hilarious. They got it. Yeah, exactly. It was for them that they know what these roasts are like. So he was doing it just to make all them laugh to amuse himself. (laughs) Have you ever watched the the Dean Martin roasts? No. Oh, those are hilarious. And one of the reasons I think why they're so hilarious is that they are clean. And everyone that they have at the time, especially with with Don Rickles, whenever he's up there. Don Rickles is amazing. I love to watch old Don Rickles clips on like Johnny Carson on YouTube and stuff. He's so good. I'm a big Rodney Dangerfield fan. I love watching old Dangerfield on Carson. He would, then he'd go out and he'd do like a 10 minute set hilarious beginning to end he goes sit down in the chair and then it's like he does a whole other set when he's talking to him he just slays johnny for like (laughs) another 10 minutes you know he just walks out of there like a king it's just like good grief it's amazing you don't get stuff like that i mean i don't i i'm hard to offend 
but I think there's, it seems like the cleaner jokes, the cleaner comedy is always more clever to me. Like you don't rely on anything cheap. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, you can't make an all out blanket statement, no, about no. It, but there are certainly people that just go for the shock without putting thought into it for sure. We're like Bob Saget for one. Uh, yeah, Saget for one. he would. He would. Amy Schumer. Uh, don't give me. Well, he hosted. Mean. He hosted YouTube for for ten years. Oh, he had like uh, a podcast <laughs> thing or something. Yeah. No, no, the uh, funniest home oh. videos. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Old... <laughs> Before YouTube was YouTube. Before. Gotcha. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, that was, I was a little, little slow too, on that. <laughs> that was a little too above my head at this time of the day. <laughs> and he told us he told it the worst jokes and made the stupid voices over the videos. Oh God bless him. Fantastic. Doug, is there anything that you've been looking forward to aside from the Spider-Man movie? You know, one thing I will admit I'm looking forward to, somewhat of a guilty pleasure. But this Friday, the new scream comes out. And All right. early reviews have been positive. So really? I hope that perhaps, yes, perhaps this could be um, be good. This is <laughs> the one that breaks terrible. a two-movie curse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Scream is, I think, surprisingly strong throughout the series as a whole. I, the third one's, I really the third the one's a little two. eh, but the first two are quite good. The fourth one's pretty strong. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it, actually, just because I'm a horror nerd and I get excited so by is, is this just... going to be a like a soft reboot? It seems like just a continuation. It's it's a continuation, I believe. I think they are going back to the original town though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's sort of like that, but it's it's got the continuity with everything. Did you guys ever see the new Candyman? I did. I did. I have mixed I feelings. Didn't care for it. That was a strange like reboot sequel mix too it's it was sort of the same thing i liked all the connection it did have to the original but i just the ending was i the ending was the, the ending that kind of pushed it right the rest is pretty strong there's all these cool reflective surfaces they're doing some interesting things with it but then the ending it's like i'm, t- I'm tired of the cgi people i just as soon as you introduce a cgi person you lose me <laughs> I'm like Tony Todd's alive. I know. I'm, I I didn't see just put the, the need in introducing different Candyman. I don't really um, follow news all that well about things, so <laughs> I'm going in pretty cold. I'm like, what's this? So screen? your 2022 is all about Screen Five. There we go. Well, you know, at least January. Start this year off right. <laughs> at least January. Now, for, for the year as a whole, though, I honestly don't know. I'm somewhat interested in the Doctor Strange just because of Sam Raimi's involvement. But it seems like that production has been... They've been building up to that with, you know, through various series and movies. Yeah. So I'm a little more interested in that one than I have been in a lot of the others because I think it has more potential to be different. And I'm even someone that likes formulaic movies, but I just, I haven't been able to get into a Marvel movie in a while. You mean Thor but, uh, being a girl isn't different enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that Thor movie this year? Yes. Is that this year? Okay. So I love, I love Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. So yeah. I have high hopes, but we'll see. <laughs> TBD. I am excited for the Thor. It seems like it's got too many people in it though. 
you know, it's the kind of thing where like Ragnarok, again, it was kind of weird. It was kind of different. Once you're self-aware of what you're doing, like that self-aware, like you've done it, you're known for it, is can it follow up on it successfully? You're not the least bit excited about all DC movies they're still making for some reason. They're making more DC movies? What are they making? <laughs> oh, they're still making a, a Flash with, a, what, what's his name, Ezra, Ezra Miller? Oh, yeah, and that one's gone into some serious reshoots also. But you have to watch it now because Michael Keaton Batman. You know, one thing I'm really wanting to see do I, that came out. I do. <laughs> I've, I've seen Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> but have you seen hey, him when he's You know what? I'd like you to keep him preserved. proves to me that you can bring back an old character and it makes a movie. <laughs> have you uh, seen this is not Marvel. Movie? This is DC, where it's they true. try and course correct after every single movie they make. Okay. So why, why, why is Michael All over Keaton the coming back? Uh, this is, they're doing the Money, 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 paradox. money. Yeah. Okay. But also money. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's going to be in the Batgirl movie too, which I think is just a HBO thing. So he's a Marvel supervillain. <laughs> well, now that the CW is being sold, <laughs> both HBO and it's not it's not ABC, NBC. They're like, please take this off our hands, somebody. <laughs> we cannot keep hemorrhaging this money. From... Michael Keaton's uh, going to be in the MCU, the Sony Spider-Man universe, right? And the DCEU. I was just sitting here trying well to Well like, done for Michael Keaton. Calculate all the Michael <laughs> right? Keaton. And he's Mr. Mom. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny Dangerously, another great movie. And Johnny Dangerously, yeah. Fantastic. I have a weird thing where I look forward to like being able to see things that are released for home viewing that I could not see the year before. <laughs> this is my life, I guess. <laughs> but there is a movie by Phil Tippett, the VFX artist that did a lot of mm-hmm. you know, like claymation kind of, you guys know who he is, but he did a movie that he's been working on for like 20 Legendary. years. Legendary. That's he's been working on it for like 20 years, maybe longer. I know it's at least two decades though. He's been working on just this fully stop motion movie. That's just, it's um, it's called Mad God, and it's um, apparently like him staging scenes in hell. But basically, it's an excuse for him to make like lots of really crazy monsters and things. And there's <laughs> so we're talking like a minimal dialogue, just going through scenes of crazy claymation monsters doing gross stuff. Just little claymation vignettes. I, I don't know if I can stomach it or not, but I want to. <laughs> I want to try. I want to see it just because it's Phil Tippett. <laughs> So I'm hoping that comes out and stay for me to see. Let's see. Experimental stop motion. A corroded diving bell descends amidst a ruined city and the assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens. There you go. Oh, this looks rad. It's a little out there, you know, it's a little sick, but just the, the spectacle of it, the design and the art behind it. I'm like, I want, I got to at least see it one time, I think. I think it's one of those. I gotta watch it at least once. But I don't know if it's been released. It might already watch it's probably already out there and I'm such a dope. I'm not up to date on anything. That's like my watching for release at home kind of thing, I guess. Academy Award winner, Star Wars and Jurassic Park. Watching Portrait Monsters. <laughs> what are you guys looking forward to since you actually pay attention to the world around you? So many oh. things. Breathing. Uh, <laughs> well, sure, sure. The beauty of a flower. Cheeseburgers. <laughs> See, that's something that I've been 
trying mm-hmm. to think about because I I don't know that I'm very excited for much that's being released. Yeah, uh, I at, at least at least in the near term. Literally coming out this week. That's how I thought of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> most everything that I was excited for, I either still have not yet seen or saw and was disappointed. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, for example, The Green Knight. I'm very excited for The Green Knight. Have not yet seen it. I really want to see that. Oh, I saw it. I loved it. The next Halloween comes out this year. I'm excited about that. Halloween ends. Except, let's face it, it doesn't. Okay. Halloween forever. But it was stuff like that. Like, I was super excited about The Book of Boba Fett. I've watched the first two episodes. I have no idea what the series is doing. You, You feel a little let down so far. Yeah, have, have you seen it at all? No, I have not checked it out yet. No, it's very difficult for me to recommend. <laughs> the pacing is oh, horrendous. The character, like nobody, this is something that we talked a little bit about, but nobody in this series acts like a rational human being that exists in this universe that's been established. Oh, it's it's very plot driven which bothers me, especially when you have interesting characters that you can do something with. I don't know what the deal is with Boba Fett. They're trying to make him into a nice guy, some kind of hero. And I was looking forward to a series about a crime lord. getting. They don't know how to do a proper anti-hero. All our anti-heroes now are like, you know, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're supposed to be villains, but, you know, they're just lovable scamps. They are lovable scamps. <laughs> and, and I mean, you have Deadpool, but that's Fox had a heavy hand in that. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. It's It's been disappointing so far. That's where I exist currently, is that things I've been looking forward to have been let down, and I'm not sure what else there hey, is to look forward you, to. You know who, who recently redeemed themselves and did not turn their protagonist into a uh, some sort of a lovable... Anti good guy, uh, Dexter. <laughs> Dexter, <laughs> yes, it's worth a watch, definitely. I like hearing the showrunner for the first four seasons kind of talk about how much he hated the last four seasons. He's like, But I wasn't in the room, so what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't perfect, I don't think, but it was, it was pretty good. What would need to happen for it to be perfect for you? the particular set of people involved with what happened in the end, I, I would have rearranged. Okay. Interesting. I haven't followed the series or, or anything, but I think those kind of things are interesting because everybody has their preferences about whatever thing they enjoy. Most yeah. Is, and at the end of the day, I, I try not to be too hard. You know, like I'm not making the show and what yeah. happened happened. <laughs> so I've gotten on a real thing about how I would remake Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> it's gotten so bad that i can't watch the movie anymore (laughs) is ernie reyes still in it or if they had just no i mean he could still be a suit actor if he wanted to how surprising you remember die hard oh yeah one of the bad guys the black guy who like uh was working on the save Mm -hmm. i've cast him in my version of nature turtles too (laughs) he he plays the uh the bad scientist uh baxter (laughs) stockman You know, I could see him being a pretty good Baxter Stockman. I'm I'm very happy that you're telling us about this. 
certainly but no, it's, it's be not a good thing. Tyler it's, Perry. It's not a good thing because that that movie's been made for years, and there's nothing we can do about it. It just makes you less happy the more you try to remake it in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Is Corey Feldman in that? Corey Feldman was in that. That's the one he's not in. See, you would have had you would have kept Feldman. Definitely. I would have halted production long enough for him to get out of rehab and, and play the voice again. I mean, he totally made that episode of Cheers. He's in my favorite uh, Friday the 13th movie. There you go. <laughs> the final chapter, which was part four of a 10-part series. So, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what? Okay, that, that movie thing, gets though. a lot of crap about that final chapter thing. But if you think about it, wasn't it really the final chapter of like the the living human Jason Voorhees story. That's fair to say. That's fair to yeah. say when he came back, okay. he was zombified. Yep. This is a series of films that actually has two films with final in the title and they're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches and Doug. Thank you and good night. As much as I enjoyed Fat Thor, there was a little bit too yes. much of Chris Hemsworth, like knowing he's funny, right? Did I laugh at Fat Thor? Yes. Did I think that that belonged in the movie for any reason? Not really. I was just kind of like, what? We're doing this? Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, my feelings on that. <laughs> my but, no, what's your feeling on Fat, fat Thor? Oh, I, I hate it. I think it's a terrible thing to do to the character and has uh, no bearing. There, there was no setup for for that 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 was dark shift in it was still personality and the character and i feel like there was three movies worth of setup okay so what do you think of the moment with captain when he gets the hammer i thought that was awesome were you on board with that well yeah (laughs) i still have mixed feelings i have mixed feelings because like in the first avengers movie when he barely moves it when it's on the table i was into it i was like nice you know, and, and you could see, and you could see Thor is kind of looking at like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> well, and part of you, but part of you wonders, right? Did he stop pulling on it? Could he have done more? Is that all he could do, or did he stop because he felt it moving? You know. And he then we got our Thor. answer, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, we got our answer. So yes, the uh, the awesomeness of that, I guess, does outweigh the fat Thorness. Outweigh. Uh, <laughs> Thank you.